What is good, everybody? Welcome back to the All Things Basketball podcast. As always, I'm your host, Vic Lopez. And on this episode, we actually have a special guest on the show. Really close friend of mine. He is actually my best friend's older brother. I've known him for probably over 17 years. Really good basketball player in his time. But more importantly, he's become a coach for a travel basketball team. It's also, he does skills training. He does player development. Uh, It's obviously Coach Martinez, as you can see on the show notes. Um, It's a little deviation from the mini-series because I wanted to have him on the show. But rest assured, the rest of the teams that you should watch, I'm going to be breaking them down very soon after this episode. But let's get right into it. Perfect. All right, so joining me now is Carlos Martinez, known in my whole life, uh, (laughs) Coach Carlos. I thought it was Coach Tito. I've called him Tito my whole life. We'll probably get into that afterwards uh, because, honestly, I have no idea why I call you Tito. Um, we all That's call you brother. Tito. But... That's from years, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's been my nickname yeah, so... since I was like 12, dude. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, you know, I just followed suit. You know, everyone calls you Tito, so I was following <laughs> with that. But, yeah, anyways, guys, so I have here with me a longtime friend. He's my best friend's uh, older brother. Um, he looks just like him. Basically, he is the coach yeah. for Broward Legacy. It's a it's a basketball program. We're going to get into obviously we're going to ask him some questions and see what the program's about, you know, things like that. So let's get right into it. Um, if you want to introduce yourself, yeah. you can. You can talk about the program. Uh, just give us like a couple of things about it. And then I'll I'll go ahead and start asking you things after that. Yeah, well, I mean, I, you, you started off right away. I mean, it's Coach Carlos. That's what everybody knows me as. It's a program that we're now. Uh, going into our fourth month, I believe. We started back in April. Um, kind of just a conversation between me and one of my other good friends, uh, Coach Alex, who couldn't make the call today. But um, something that we've always been wanting to do. You know, I come from a background of I'm a project manager. I've been doing that for years. But I started off as a teacher. And for me, I've always kind of on the side done volunteer coaching, doing all that process. And, you know, one of the dreams that we had was kind of setting up a team. Yeah, because, you know, as you set up a program, you see that, you, you know, from a financial perspective, um, there's some potential there too, but it's also just kind of like the, the potential you have working with these young adults where they, you know, you kind of build the culture of it, the, the kind of vision and they buy into it, you know, and, and I'm big on, you know, kind of leading by example and trying to be kind of like a big brother situation where a lot of these kids, you know, basketball was, is to them what it used to be like to me and still kind of is, you know, it's something that always kept me out of trouble. It always kept me kind of focused and kind of locked in and, and, you know, kind of pursuing and fighting for something. And that kind of translates into like the real world. So now where I'm at in my, you know, my career is kind of what I try to teach the, the kids. And that's kind of the moral. The last thing that we teach about or talk about is actually basketball. Everything is about, you know, camaraderie, team building, brotherhood, you know, having each other's back. And not only that, just a lot of these kids sometimes are misunderstood. You know, they don't, some come from, you know, a two-parent household. Others come from, you know, some areas in the hood, you know, excuse my language, but it's it's something where we don't judge anybody from where you come from, right? I just want to say that in case I curse. Uh, <laughs> but we don't judge anybody from where they come from. It's more just understanding everyone's different in their own way, but when you come together and for a common goal, it's it's something special, bro. So, like, you know, for a lot of people, it seems like it's just a program, but to me, it's kind of like a way of life, and we started off well, and all the kids are buying into that same vision. Kids that you know, come from backgrounds of having, you know, a lot of anger issues or, you know, trouble at home or anxiety or stress or, you know, any of these things or, or getting bullied at school, whatever the case is. Now they come into a family style setting and we also teach like carry yourself, you know, like with, with pride, with with understanding that we got to hold ourselves to a higher standard, you know, just because that's what we're trying to exude and, and also like mentor out. So we're starting with high school right now. Um, my goal is to kind of take those high school kids and get them. I was going to wonder. I was wondering that younger kids and kind of just, yeah, and kind of full cycle the whole yeah. thing. So we're kind of building not only a culture but a whole community. And it's cool that I get to kind of start where I used to live as a as a kid. A lot of the kids on the on the team went to the same high school I you know I went to. Now they were born when I graduated, but that's besides the point. <laughs> you know? So that's kind of yeah. you know, what what that's kind of what our our. Our whole concept is, um, I love that they're buying into it. We definitely enjoy whether, you know, win, lose, or draw. You know, we try to take these guys out. We take them to Twin Peaks, which is one of their favorite places now to go to. I saw the picture. You know, some of the parents aren't thrilled about that. But, you know, but but they enjoy it because, 
you know, we, we've gone we've gone two separate weekends and two separate tournaments. One we actually lost and didn't make the playoffs at all. And I still took them, you know, and I told them, you know, joking around like, hey, there's not a lot of coaches that will do that for you guys. And I tell them that because it's not the importance of the game. You know, it's the idea that we, we, we worked hard, we gave it our all, and, like, let's reward ourselves for, for giving that effort. And then no next time put it in. And then go figure the following weekend, which was the mm-hmm. last tournament of the Alliance program that we kind of do through, we end up winning the championship. So, you know, everything – I'm not saying I know everything about basketball, but I know kids, I know personalities, I know that type of concept and psychology. And that's, that's what we do, man. So high level, that's yeah. kind of what, where we're trying to drive this program. Yeah, no, it's super cool because obviously I've known you my whole life, so I know basketball is a big part of yeah. your life. Um, and one thing I was wondering, because I see you coaching, you know, you've obviously had a couple of other um, times where you've coached too. You know, you've, you've coached really young kids mm-hmm. because these are high school, but I remember you also were yeah. coaching um, younger ones, way younger ones. They are probably like 10 years old, yeah, um, yeah. something like school. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah so... You know, what is it like, you know, to obviously you were a basketball player. Give us a little bit of background, kind of like you, you know, how you started, who got you into basketball, um, you know, what made you turn to basketball yeah, so, and then eventually what made you turn to coaching? Yeah, so with with my end, um, I actually started as baseball because I come from a Cuban-American family, as, as you all know, you know us. And. Uh, but baseball is, is something that I lost a lot of interest in, especially when I was younger, because there's a lot of politics. I mean, there's politics in all sports, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but with me, I, I saw it heavily on, especially when I was in my you know, 11, 12, 13 years old. And then we also moved uh, from Hialeah to, you know, to uh, Pines originally, then Miramar. And um, you know, I, part of how I learned how to like, make new friends was a lot of them were on the basketball court. And that's where it all started. And then I grew a love for it because... You know, basketball, unlike baseball, football, any of these team sports, you could play by yourself. You know, you, you can yeah. go out there and you could train and you could get a lot of time on your own. And for me, it was a, a sense of therapy, you know, and, and going in a high school where there was a lot of issues at times of, of bullying, of things like that, where it wasn't as, as well. We weren't we aren't as well educated as we are now. Um, yeah. Basketball was always an escape for me you know I could have the worst day of the worst day and then I'll go for four hours even if it's by myself or with some friends shoot around and you completely go into a different world yeah and it always kept me out of trouble you know and and I always had the ambition of obviously trying to like every other kid make it a college MBA but once I realized that you know for me my career wasn't going to go that route because I'm not 6'5 220 you know and <laughs> maybe some of the intangibles even though even though you know there's guards that'll do it but I you know I, I was realistic and so you know I have a lot of self-awareness so after after college, um, I started teaching and, you know, basketball was still something that was very pivotal in my life because even now as a, I'm 33, you know, and if I have a stressful day or something going on, I'll pick up the ball and I'll go to the park and I'll go shoot around. So none of that's changed, you know, mm. and also it's helped me. It's helped me develop a lot of those team, you know, values and, and team camaraderie where as a project manager with what I do now, like I, I, I give all the thanks to that sport, you know, and all the times playing yeah. in high school and I have lifelong friends from it. So whether it's basketball, whatever it is, whether it's, you know, somebody wants to do dance, it doesn't matter whatever you're passionate about. But for me, I truly am just because it always made a difference in my life, you know. And so when I started coaching, I did it more as voluntary doing the young kids. But you realize how much they really listen and absorb and, 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 and almost need that kind of big brother aspect of it where they, they look up to you in a way. Yeah. So for me, it's, they say the value comes from them because of what I do for them, but it's what they do for me. And for Coach Alex, I could say the same, where it kind of holds me accountable. You know, It's just like having a child where it's, I want to lead by example and lead a, a life of example because I know I got kids looking up to me. You know, whether it is just as a coach or, or, or whatever the case might be, but I try to do that in all aspects of my life. So mm. when I started coaching, it was just it was just like that fire came back, you know, the same fire and passion of my when you were playing wanting to play in my competitive edge. But I don't have to worry about getting hurt. You know, it, you know <laughs> I let the young kids do all, all of it, you know, yeah. so now. But but I'll say this, man, the energy as a coach watching it. Is not like I can't even compare it to when I was playing. It's almost mm-hmm. like, and I, I actually my, my brother who you know well he comes and helps us out every now and again, and he's done some of the tournaments, and we talk about it in between games. It's like this energy is different, 
you know it's at a whole nother level because now it's not only implementing what you're doing but now you kind of have to watch and sit back and watch your players kind of you know take action and um but, but honestly man like I, I i wouldn't change anything of what's happening right now it's something that not only drives my passion but now i really have a new sense of my own purpose you know career-wise yeah. i've always known what i wanted to do you know women that's a whole other topic but you know with, yeah. with in reference to this like this is this is what i was meant to do and i was in that spot of working every day shooting every day doing all that and maybe sometimes not getting the playing time you know but i didn't have a coach or i didn't have someone to sit there and tell me this is why you know here are the things that you can work on here are the tangibles that you got to try to continue to focus on so we do that you know because i was i sat in that seat I sat in that seat holding and, and taking the cooler to all the games and not getting any playing time. So we have guys on the team now that we know who, who are, is already developed. And then we have some guys who are learning and growing, but we teach them, hey, nothing here is given. You have to earn your playing time. You have to earn everything that, that you're given as part of the team. I'm not going to just give it to you just because you think you play well right. at the Y or, you know, at Rec League or something. So they understand that there's work involved, but they also understand that, listen, if you're not getting the playing time, I'll call you after practice. I do that every, almost every practice. Either yeah. I'll call the players or I'll text them, hey, how are you doing? How are you feeling? I know last tournament you might not have played. I know last tournament you might not have gotten, um, you know, the successes that you're looking for in the game, whether it's taking a shot or playing defense. But here are the things that I saw, here are the things that you could work on, and I promise you, keep focus on that, and you're going to get it. And, and everybody it's crazy how they're starting to buy into it. And at, at this high school level, it's so pivotal of an age because it's, they're yeah. at that stage that they're almost adults and they're making decisions right. on their own, but they still need a level of guidance, you know? And for me, that's the purpose that we're doing. It's like, we're, we're that in-between between the parents and the school where we're like, hey, look, basketball, let's focus, let's do this, but this isn't a set-all, be-all. But you gotta understand what it takes to work hard because whether you do it here in basketball and you make it to the NBA, or you go and you have a, a you know a career doing something else. It's the same ideology. It's the same mentality. So yeah, yeah, man. I mean, I, I dude, I could go on and on, but it's just it's <laughs> wild how how amazing it's, it's been, dude. Yeah, I yeah. can sit here for no, hours and, talking about this. And, and and I can hear it. You know, definitely, I can hear the passion out of you. You know, it's interesting to see because mm. one of my questions that I had written down was obviously you know how it feels from the sideline because obviously you're the, you you were playing in your days so now you're on the sideline so that's like a whole nother angle mm -hmm. so there are times there are times that i tell myself like damn man like i gotta suit up i want to get in there you know like you still have those <laughs> moments yeah. but for me it's almost like it's not it would never be worth it because i have such a more um love and respect for the game and and just a moment of of like a, almost like a proud dad when you see these players go through adversity go through problems yeah. and then they'll do something well or they'll kind of find themselves in a scenario that we talk about in practice like this is what you should do to get out of that yeah. situation and then they just turn and look at you and just that eye contact alone kind of like that check like, like coach confirmation. I did it, I got it. it made sense yeah that's it dude that that is <laughs> there's no there's no better feeling in the world to be honest with you yeah. No, and it's, it's cool because it's like, you know, you watch them fail, you know, so it kind of, it probably hurts mm -hmm. you, you know, because you're thinking, man, like, you know, I know how hard these kids work. Obviously when it's game mm -hmm. time, no one really sees the work they're putting in unless they're going to the practices. So you see it all, right? You see yeah. it from the raw product to what's on the court, you know, when they're, when they're playing in this tournament. So you won the tournament, obviously. Um, is your team, obviously, you know, I didn't watch the games, but is your team, would you say they're defensive minded? Are they, are, what kind of team are we looking at with Broward Legacy? Is well, it like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so Broward Legacy, because it is a travel program and I have a constant movement of players right now, mm -hmm. we have an 11th grade and a 10th grade team. And we're about to finish up the final rotation after this next trial of week of practice uh, for a ninth grade team. So I make the offense and defense rather simple to some extent. So I teach them more basketball IQ perspective, meaning that offensively we, we run a simple motion. We have a small team for the most part, so we play small ball. So it's very mm -hmm. outside, you know, five five man motion. But obviously, if we you know if we run against if we run against man, we know to set screens on top. But find your your areas where you could then isolate, backdoor cut when you see the openings. If they're running against zone, where the three two or two three flash up the middle. Make sure you're watching all your defenders and. 
what I teach all the players is to have that point guard mentality or floor general because all of these kids at the end of the day are guards, you know. Yeah. You Make know, a play. Nobody on the, on the team. We I th- yeah we have one. I think we have one kid that's maybe six four six five, but he's a buck thirty. You know, like a great player. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I don't want to just teach him. Hey, just because you're a big man, technically in our team, stick him to just that. Because look at the NBA the way that it is now. It's a whole different yeah. game that we're playing. You know, we got we got the Kevin Durant's, the Giannis's is that they not only are are, are yeah. their intangible size wise are incredible. It's it's their skill sets. They're dribbling like yeah. like point guards. They're shooting like like shooting guards. Right. So I try to teach them all of that, and then defensively we do run a lot of press. We do like to anytime that we score, kind of you know punch these guys in in in, in the throat, so to say. Like I like to tell them, just because right. we do play against some teams that are a little bit older. You know, I'm not gonna get it too many play up a little bit because yeah. I don't want anybody. Yeah, I don't want to talk bad about the Alliance program, but sometimes they have some kids that aren't of the right age. Let's, let's say, you know, <laughs> let's check the birth certificate but, here. Let's see I, what. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I tell them, you know, and I tell them kind of like I would. Yeah, I was like, I, I'm like, I don't even ask for birth certificates at this point because, yeah, I mean, yeah. there's no way. There's some guys that have more beard than I do and a receding hairline, right. and they're on a 17 yeah. year old team, like you know. <laughs> but you know, we 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 do that and. The intimidation factor slowly starts to go away, you know, because I don't, I don't, we don't promote any type of violence. We don't promote any type of hitting or, or getting involved in that. I tell them, let's carry ourselves as real men, okay? And a real man doesn't have to get aggressive, get physical in order to be respected, you know? And at the end of the day, a lot of these kids are quick to go to that, like, hey, they're disrespecting me. I got to do this, do that, or put, like, we don't got to do that. But when yeah. you're in the game from a competitive standpoint, you got to come in strong and you can never let anybody know that you're intimidated. Like you know? you're rattled. I and myself, when I was in high school, yeah, I, I could tell a lot of my friends could tell a bunch of stories about how I almost got into a 35 different fights, but I never had to because one people thought I was crazy because I would talk smack to the biggest dude on the court. I didn't care, <laughs> but it's because I came from, from, I came from a family and, and my grandfather and my dad where you can't show that side. You can't show that you're intimidated because I promise you, if you show intimidation, these players will take it. They're going to take it. Yeah, yeah. So going back, yeah, they're going to take it. So going back to the press, it's kind of like they'll come to me. The first tournament we did is like, Coach, these guys are physical. I'm like, well, you get physical back. And, you know, at the end of the day, so we, we, we definitely run a lot of press just to let these teams know. And it also makes them comfortable. A lot of these kids that come in that they're a little nervous in the game, which happens to everybody. Um, yeah. I tell them, focus on defense first. You know, focus on yeah. defense because if you start shake it off, right? executing like the, the defense the and shake it off and actually, you know, we get yeah. some turnovers, we get some easy rebounds, it starts building their confidence. I go, the offense will come. Um, so I wouldn't say we're defensive minded versus offensive minded, but I definitely allow them to focus on the defensive side, especially at the start of the game, because I feel like it mm-hmm. lets the rest of, you know, what right. we're try- our game plan to flow after. Yeah. So, so far, you know, it's 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 been working. And um, yeah. and the other piece that we definitely do is I, I don't allow them to get down on themselves. My thing is I will let you fight through the, the, the battle. I'll let you fight through the adversity. But you got to show me that you want it. You know, if I see that you put your head down, you're not in it, I'm taking you out. And I'll explain energy. to you why I'm taking you out. Yeah. You know, yeah. But there, it, like I, I just always use those life examples. You know, life is hard. It's not, it's not easy in any way, shape, or form. But it's what you do to overcome a lot of these challenges that's going to make you a great player, a great person. So they're all buying into that, and, and, and it's only our third tournament in. Yeah. So actually my struggle isn't, isn't continuing you know, that kind of momentum. It's, it's keeping their minds focused because as high school kids, you know, we live in a world of clout and Instagram and all this stuff. So they're, they're a little hyped yeah. right now. But I also explained to them, it's like, we went from nobody know who we were, these kids in pink jerseys, like who the hell they are, yeah. to now teams, teams are going to game plan against us. You know? Oh, yeah. They're going to look at the, the schedule and be like, okay, Broward Legacy, we can't be messing around. Like, we got to play them. So it's only going to get harder competition. It's a bullseye now because you so guys that's won. that's what we've so. been focusing on the last couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, and, you know, it's, it's cool. You know, it's one of those things, like, I've never been a coach. You know, I've never actually even played mm-hmm. Um, high school ball or anything like that. Um, but one of the one of the things I did want to ask you, because you have kids that, like you mm-hmm. said, some lead by example, some are more vocal. Uh, if you want to drop some names, you know, from some some players that have played under you, um, who are some <laughs> people that come to mind? Like you know, player, players that lead yeah. by example, um, not necessarily vocal, yeah, so... and then some people that are more vocal. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so I, I, I mean, man, if I had my choice, and because I know they're going to be watching this after, is so I'm going to say everybody, <laughs> you know, like a, like a parent. Like, I don't have a favorite child, but okay. we all have a favorite child, right? But they're, they're honestly all my favorites. But definitely, if we talk about leadership, um, more so leading by example, um, definitely Zach, uh, Zach Janoris, he's on our, on our 10th grade team. He's actually our starting point guard. Um, I've actually been posting the different profiles of our players and, you know, kind of the same thing I wrote on there of, about him is that it, it's, it's amazing to have a player like that that's so coachable. Mm-hmm. You know, he not only has the skill sets, but he listens, he understands. He knows that if it's time to kind of lock in and focus, he's going to do that, you know, and the other players kind of watch and, and that, that leadership is sometimes just as important as somebody who is vocal, right? And we also allow these kind of players. So Zach is one of the captains. We have like a captain's meeting. And I think there's like, I think we have, we're getting close to 30 kids right now, 30 players. Wow. And we have probably like eight to 10. Yeah, but we have like eight to 10 captains. Now to a lot of people that might seem like a lot, but at the same time, it's because we have different like personalities as far as how they show leadership. I have another one, Ethan. Ethan's another one on our older team. He leads by example in a way where he's a jokester. So he keeps mm-hmm. everybody kind of at ease. But Keeps then he's also one that he'll lock in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, and for him, it's kind of like, I just, when I see that we're losing a little bit of focus, instead of me going and yelling at the players, just like a parent to a child, it's kind of mm-hmm. like a peer-to-peer. I go, hey, Ethan, I need you to talk to these guys. Let's get refocused. Let's get revamped. They, they seem a little nervous. Let's talk to them. So he's yeah. definitely another one. Um, ja, who actually just got signed uh, by Miami Prep School. Um, and we're very proud of him. And nice. I wanted to make I sure I that I shouted that yeah. out because... Yeah, a great kid um, came to us with, you know, a little bit of grit, a little bit of attitude, a little bit of like chip on his shoulder. A little rough around the edges. <laughs> yeah, a little rough around the edges. And for me personally, and then I know for Coach Alex the same way, like that's, that's the satisfaction that we get. Because he went from a kid to he would get upset and kind of blame himself on the situation or get mad at his own teammates. So he truly became a leader. And we embedded that in him. It goes, if you have an issue... Think about it like like this. The, the, we live in a world that is hard enough as it is. You know, you're going to play against a team that they're going to talk smack, that they're going to come aggressive. So for you to kind of do the same thing to your teammate versus educate him, if you're frustrated with one of the players and they're not doing what they're doing, grab them by the arm, bring them back, tell them this is how we do things such and such. And at the end of the day, that's my satisfaction because now he's going to a new team and part of why they signed him is because they saw that character you know, trait in him. Something that we saw and that we just kind of like tweaked a little bit just so that he knows that that's just as important as the game of basketball. So, I mean, we run scrimmages on Fridays, uh, like as a reward, you know, and, and this past one that we did, it was just a moment of just, like I said, pure satisfaction where I don't say nothing. I just kind of sit back and watch it where he got into a little scuffle with one of our players. You know, and the old jaw would have just been like, all right, let's go. We're, we're, we're going we're gonna to put our hands up. We're fighting. <laughs> yeah. So then what he did, the, the kid, the, you know, the other kid got frustrated, stepped off the court. I don't want to name names on that. But then he went and grabbed him, did exactly as we've kind of talked to him. Put him there and he goes, you have to play here. You have, this is your position. Come here and then we'll help each other out. And I was like, bro, that's such a proud moment because we, we didn't build him as a leader. We just mm-hmm. gave him the proper tools to navigate him for the leader he already was, you know. And, uh, and the thank yous and all that stuff that we get from players like that is it's 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 so yeah. satisfying, you know, when they become extensions um, of use. Right. So like you don't have to, to sometimes send a message. Your players will do that for you. Right. And, and honestly, they, they all respect me. They all respect Coach Alex. But there really is nothing like a peer to peer situation, which is why teams have captains in the first place. Right. You know? Like, like that hierarchy is very pivotal in any winning organization. You can't just be a coach and say, I'm going to lead the way and that's it because sometimes these players like have a bad day. Sometimes something's going on at home. Sometimes you know their mind isn't focused and they're going to react more to a player that's with them, you know, their brotherhood, their band of brothers versus just the coach because I can't yeah. go in there and play with them. I can't go Same in there and age, play for them. Same age, you know. Yeah, um, exactly. Same, exactly. Same age, and, and they look up to each other, they, you know, and, and the camaraderie that we've built, like with all the extracurricular stuff that we do, I brought, the, you know, I invite them to my house. You know, we, we go to Twin Peaks. We, we, I'm trying to plan going to like, you know, doing like a bowling event, stuff like that, because that's all part of it. Because these are, this is um, what I'm hoping for. And my goal is lifetime friendships at the end of the day, where they can rely on each other. When, when times get tough, just pick up the phone and like, you know, you could call one of your brothers up and be like, 
all right, I'm good, you know? Yeah. And that's 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 in the leaders. Um, I wanted to shout out a few more people because I, I, I know, yeah, I know they're going to get on me if I don't. Yeah, yeah you know, for sure. There's, there's def- <laughs> um, George, who, George, who's also um, George uh, Paris. I always remember because he has two first names. Uh, <laughs> George is another one where it's not necessarily that he's uh, uh, produces. It's not anything to that effect. Or that's not my, my expectation of him. He's a great player, a great ball handler. But he carries himself in such a way, and I definitely want to give his shout-out to his, his, his parents because I know it comes from that. Um, mm-hmm. Just a good kid overall and, and uh, a team player. He's, he's willing to make light of a situations that, are, that to other players would, would rock their world. You know? I mean, there was one game that he got blocked and technically dunked on in the same game. You know? And he <laughs> leaves the game after, and he's just like, Coach, that, like, that would only happen to me. You know? <laughs> and, and, and it just... It just but he does it in a way that it eases everyone else who, who kind yeah. of feels like a chip on their shoulder, for that him, pressure. Man. He's like, dude, if, if yeah. yeah. And there's very rare people, like, that's a rare quality to have, you mature know? Mature for um, his age. Be able to laugh at very himself, much, you know? Very like, mature for his age. Can, yeah. yeah. A thousand percent. Then you got other guys that are like uh, player coaches. You know, I got Cam, I got Hayden. Sometimes, you know, I, I, we get into it in the huddles, me and them, because I got to kind of tell them, like, hey, chill, and let me coach. But <laughs> I, I, let them, I, I let them come in because they also have a passion for that, you know? So one yeah. of the things I'm trying to develop with them is actually have them coach the younger team and be part of that to, to, because Cam is, Cam is one. He's a little bit more heavy set, but he has a lot of great skills, great passer, uh, underrated shooter, right? But, but he's also very self-aware of where his skill standpoints are so he's really focused more on the basketball IQ side of it. So why not reward a player like that? Why am I going to just have him sitting role. on the bench? You know, but he knows his role. And even when he's not playing, he's there telling everybody and directing, like, we got to do this, do that. And he's team rah, 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 number one. Super valuable. So, you know, and, and recently, to, to, like, to add to that point, um, I think it was Larry Brown. There was a post on Instagram recently, and i kind of been using that as, as one of our little motivating things where it's, you don't know what it takes to be a teammate until you're more excited or or more pre- or, or happier when your teammate succeeds, even more so than yourself. Mm. You know, and that to me is just as important. the the twelfth man is as just as important as your top scorer. You know, and too many coaches, too many teams that I see get caught up in this whole idea that okay, I got my five starters, I got my five stars, and then everybody else just kind of th- their role is just like you know a- empty bucket minutes. And that's it. Yeah. And that's not the case. Kind of like you know, stay out of the way of our, I will have of our camp, guys. Yeah. yeah. I'll have Cam talk to our starting point guard, our starting person. Like, look, look at what you missed. Look at what happened. Hayden the same way. So I give them those roles, and those are leaders just as much. You know, you don't have to, a leader doesn't need doesn't automatically translate to you play the whole time or you have all the minutes. Yeah. Um. So those guys, those guys are are definitely ones that I, I truly appreciate having on the team, um, because they make my job a lot easier. Um, a lot of times, not only just from a motivation standpoint, but just like like camaraderie, everything. When they see that they get locked in first, everybody else—it's a domino effect. Everybody else does it. Yeah, you know. But I hold them all accountable. I hold them all accountable. Yeah. Jaw was one of those, and that's that's where we really started changing his mind. Where I told him, they're watching you. You know, if they see you react the way that you're reacting, they're gonna do the same. But if you hold your head up high and you don't allow any adversity to to mess up your flow. It's gonna it's gonna trickle down to everybody else, which in turn helps you out because they're gonna play up to par, they're gonna play up to the standard that we're doing. In turn, that's the domino effect where you're gonna get more playing time, you're gonna get more opportunities because the defense, whoever we're playing against, has to focus on everybody, not just one player or one scorer, you know? So that that yeah. that team mentality has I cannot take the credit for it. I, I give it all to my captains and I hope I I, I I, you know, I kind of shouted <laughs> everybody everyone. out, but yeah. if I didn't, they know, they know who they are, man. Everybody from Cam, from Cam, Hayden, Avery, my younger players, Tristan, Chris, Oscar, uh, I already mentioned Zach. Um, and then we have, we have some, some other players that have come on. Oh man, we have Trey, who's George's brother, who he's about to come on, uh, the team. And, and if you look at the post that we're putting on, everybody kind of has the same concept. It's like, I, I told them all, I asked them like, what does it mean to be part of Broward legacy? And um and all of them say it's the same the thing. It's, it's a family, yeah. yeah. It's it's a brotherhood. Those key words are always there, and that stems from the from the captains to the to the younger players to our stars, everything. So, yeah. I have a I do have a question. Obviously, I have many, but um, one of them is 
obviously a lot of coaches in NBA history have obviously every coach has a different philosophy, different styles. Mm -hmm. um, one that comes to mind to me, obviously, because I've been a Laker fan since about 2002, Phil Jackson was really known for kind of letting the players figure it out when they're mm -hmm. struggling out there, um, kind of holds on to his timeouts. Um, isn't, wasn't really a coach that, that called them like in panic mode. Uh, when something would mm -hmm. go wrong, he kind of just let them figure it out. Is that something that, that you do sometimes? Or, or are you the kind of coach that's like, okay, I don't like what I'm seeing right now. Let me, let me reorganize them. Or obviously they're younger. So letting them figure yeah. it out maybe is a little different. But I, is there value to that? Like to kind of let them make some mistakes and I, let them figure it out a little? I, I want to say, yeah, I want to say it's a little bit of both to some extent. I, I wouldn't say that I, I, I mirror what Phil Jackson specifically does, but I definitely have that mentality where I let the players, you know, play at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. I let them go through moments of adversity. And not only that, then I ask them, we'll call timeouts and I'll say, what are you guys seeing? What, what, we're down by 10, let's say as an example. Mm -hmm. What are we not doing? What are we not executing? What is working? And I'll let them speak. I, I tell them all the time, I'm not a coach that knows everything, nor will I, like I ever that. know everything in this lifetime. Um, so for me, it's what are you guys figuring out in the moment? You guys are the ones on the court. I could help you and see what I'm seeing, but it's just like taking a test. Like if I give you the answers to the test, are you really learning anything or are you just memorizing what I'm saying? Right. You know? So, so I let them definitely go through it. There are times where I, depending on the situation of the game, if, you know, I will call certain timeouts to save a situation, they get caught in a, in a, in a trap or a double team, things to that effect. But for the most part, I definitely try not to use my timeouts. For anything other than maybe like a reset if i see that they're 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 either tired or they're having a struggling kind of figuring out the the team they're playing against i'll be like hey yeah. let's keep it cool let's keep it calm cool and collected yeah. do i do i get crazy and i yell and i scream absolutely but <laughs> i know that that just like my captains they're watching me as a leader so i get on them as aggressive as i possibly can because that aggression will translate for them against the other team but then if we call a timeout, I'll say, I, a lot of times we just do yoga <laughs> to some extent. I'm just like, let's breathe. Count to 10, relax. I'm not, yeah. Sometimes I'll go in the time, I'll be like, I'm not even here to say anything. I'm like I'm short just meditation. here to calm you guys down because you guys are, yeah, because you guys are a little bit antsy right now. The game just started. You're a little nervous. Everybody cool? You guys know what you're doing? What are we running on offense? When we score, what do we do this? I, and then I quiz them. I'm like, go and do your thing. So that's been my philosophy since the beginning, even when I was coaching younger kids. It's just now... I'm working with kids that have a skill set that they could, you know, get out of those tougher situations or out of adversity because they have the skill sets and they have the understanding of the game to do so. So who am I to, you know, just save you each time when I, you got to right. go through that, you know, you got to right. go through getting, you know, not, you know, dunked on or blocked or, or, or frustrated if the defense is stopping you each time for the running zone. Okay. Slow down. What do you see? Where are the openings? Hmm. Sometimes I'll give them the clipboard. Hey, we have an out-of-bounds play we need to do. What do you guys think? Let's go either one or here. Hayden, Zach, what do you guys think? And I'll let them, I'll let them do it. I'll let them coach sometimes too. That's really That's cool. why I never take the credit for it because sometimes, yeah, sometimes That's they're the awesome. ones doing it. Gives them, gives them yeah, man. the autonomy to, to say, oh, this is what we're going to do and we live with it. You know, you, you gave them Absolutely. the decision to figure that out. That, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. I don't see... Many coaches giving the clipboard to the kids. I, I don't think I, that's probably something. I'm, and that I, and listen, I'm sure. It's really I'm interesting. Sure I like that. Yeah. I'm sure there's some parents that look at that or some other coaches that probably criticize <laughs> that or like what the hell's yeah. going on. But for me, it's like I, I the same way that I, I take the, the, psycholo the psychology part of it as, as serious where these kids, I think sometimes they think, oh, they're just kids. They don't know. But if you, if you really get to know these young, what I call young adults, they're smarter than a lot of people give them credit for, you know, and, and they understand the game of basketball. And for me, it was one of the first things that I started doing because I had to transition them away from this NBA style of basketball, which is ISO ball, ISO ball, ISO ball. Yeah. And I had to go, I had to go old school to team, to team games and basketball IQ. So how do I do that without just telling them versus putting them in a situation of having to answer the question? There's a lot of times that they do in isolation. They get trapped in a zone. I go, what happened? Why did you lose the yeah. ball? Coach, exactly what you said. I went in there and I tried to go against the whole defense. I'm like, so you learned it. So now take it the next time. Don't do that. Yeah. You know, learn from that situation. There's value so in that, in, luckily, in, in handing them yeah. that. Because like you said, you know, obviously it might not be something the coaches practice. But at the same mm -hmm. time, 
it gives it gives them like it kind of makes you it helps you prove your point in a way because mm-hmm. let's say you want them to do something right and maybe that works but then you tell them hey you know you do and then they will learn the lesson themselves when it when it kind of blows up in their face what they think yeah. they want to hit do. the wall right the and wall. then they're like yeah. coach like you know it goes right back to you you know so that's really smart i actually think that's a smart technique i, I like that a lot um yeah. i think that's really important to do appreciate that yeah um well you know if you don't have any other things do you have any other anything else you want to drop about the program before i ask you obviously some of these uh just you know more more nba questions uh, you know, yeah, not yeah, pertaining yeah. to the, yeah, it's up to you. And that's a, you know, no, real quick, obviously, um, I appreciate the platform. This is something that obviously, as we've talked, I'm very passionate about coach addicts is very passionate about. We're trying to make it a real community thing. Um, right now we're, we're hosting more tryouts and we're getting a lot of, a lot of feedback, a lot of players coming in. Um, but again, I mean, the main thing I want to do, and hopefully the, the players are, are watching this is just a thank you. Uh, thank you because the same way I tell the parents, like a lot of these players have skill sets where they could be on any team, you know, and all these kids, all these parents took a chance on, you know, a guy full of tattoos, you know, who, who just loves the game of basketball and my, and my other coach and all that. And they took a chance on our philosophy. You know, I sat them all down yeah. before we started the program. I did a whole PowerPoint presentation. We sat on a Zoom and I, I explained to them that this is out more than just basketball. Yeah. And I appreciate all of them for, you know, understanding that, uh, uh, you know, the vision and then also buying into it. And, and just they've made something that was like a dream, a, a kind of like thought, a reality. And now just a little fire in me and the other coach to really build this outside of just these teams and, and really make it a whole community thing. So the only thing I want to say to all the players, all of you guys is like from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Like, because you you made my vision a reality i can't take credit for that that's on you guys let's give them a round of applause man let's yeah <laughs> those All are my right. boys I man like i that. love those, i love those yeah. kids man nah clearly you you love them you know it, it, yeah. it's, i mean this is something i want to say this if 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 your players are going to listen to the pod if not you know it is what it is but if they do listen i i would want them to hear this they might not understand how valuable your time is <laughs> because they're <laughs> kids, right? They're still yeah. young. They're in high school, but for someone to like, you could be doing anything else right now. Let's, let's keep That's it a hundred. Yeah. You could do yeah. anything else. Right. And this is what you're doing with your time. So if I want to give a message out to these dudes playing for you is if they ever feel like, cause we're all human. Maybe sometimes we don't feel like going to work out or going to hoop or whatever it is. Um, but keep that in your head guys. Like, this dude is coming here. He's bringing the basketballs. He's bringing the cones. He's bringing the strategy. He's every, you know what I mean? You could be doing a million other things. You know, yeah. you have, you, you have, uh, obviously you have, you have a kid, you're in a relationship, you have your things, you know? So there's a million things you could be doing, but this is what you choose. So, yeah. you know, for them to value your time, obviously always give a hundred percent because you're giving them your time. You know, that's something I want them to know. Definitely. And I appreciate that, you know, but, and, and to add to that, they, they, they give me their time too, in the sense that, Oh yeah. It's, it's part of what I, te- what I teach them and what they already know, you know, they could be doing anything out there. They could be getting into a lot of trouble, but what, what's going to yeah. set them apart from other, other players, other people is they're putting the time and energy into this, into something for, for a, a hopefully a beautiful unresolved, not just in basketball, but just in life. And that's going to set them apart when they go into college or they decide to open up a business or they, they start a, a career path. That, that's my goal. My goal here is not to sign D1 players. If that happens, mm-hmm. awesome. But what I want to hear yeah. back is when they're done with college and, and just a call or a phone call or a text and be like, yo, coach, you were right, man. Thank you. Like, that's, that's all I want. That's all I want is an end goal for them. Oh, and hold on. Tika, who else? Because I'm, I'm going to go through the list because I know they're <laughs> going to kill me. I'm just going okay. to name yeah. the names, go through our list of players because I know in my head I was missing some. But we got, hold on, man, because all of these guys deserve a shout out, man. From, I already said George, ja, Josh, um, Adrian, who, who's another player. He plays for another team, Havoc, but he did us a favor to play with us when we were dedicating the tournament to Avery, who, who got into a car accident. But he's, he's doing great, and I hope a speedy recovery mm. for him. That's another great kid. Caden, uh, who's, who's our only real big man at a buck. He says he's 160, but he's like 130 flat for sure. Uh, <laughs> other guys that come and help us, Cherry, Chris. 
David Delancey, who's actually um, a top player in Somerset, that he, he saw what the program was about. He's a quiet leader, amazing basketball player, and he, he's doing us a solid by really being a part of the program. And he's humble in that sense that, you know, he knows that this is a starting thing, and he's really helping us escalate that. We have Gallard. We have uh, Hayden, as I mentioned. Isaac, who's our 13-year-old kid, little, little small boy playing with our 10th grade team and <laughs> has fire behind him. We have Jaden, who comes off the bench and, you know, little by little really starting to believe in his game. We have Jordan, who's a beast, does everything for us. I mentioned Josh, Cam, uh, Kareem. Um, who else we got here? Lewis, who plays for Everglades, who reminds me all the time that he, he was born when I graduated. He's a <laughs> love that kid. Uh, Luke as well for the Everglades team. We got two new players, uh, Mark and Matt, who are twins coming in. Oscar, uh, Tika, I mentioned, Tristan, and, and Zach, who I did it. So I want to make sure I get a shout out to everybody. We could go to the basketball stuff now for NBA, but I want to make sure everybody gets sure. a name out there. So Yeah, no, 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 of course. For sure. They yeah, didn't man. want anyone to get left out. So, yeah, so exactly. let me ask you this first question for you that I have written yeah. down here. Favorite current player to watch? And I kind of prepared you with that question. I, I told you I'd ask you that you one. Did, so. You did. And I, and I mentioned, yeah. so so it's definitely John Morant, which I'm sure is going to be a lot of players, but it's just, it's he's yeah. electrifying number one. Um, athleticism out of this world. But he's one of the few a players that uses that athleticism, not just to his advantage against defenders, but just in the game in general, both offensively and defensively. So he's a smart, a very smart, intelligent player for being so young. So... It's, it's just incredible to watch. And then obviously, you know, when the man takes off, you know, everybody's, you know, heart stops for a second because it's just, it's, oh, yeah. it's a freak yeah. of nature. He's a freak of nature. Yeah. So definitely most exciting. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's up there yeah. for sure. Definitely one of the most exciting. Um, you know, one of the things that, you know, everyone wants to talk about, you know, the dunks and the, the athleticism mm -hmm. and all that stuff. Dude's an amazing passer. He mm -hmm. is, makes amazing passes that sometimes you just got to rewind. Like, I didn't even see that He understands the guy. game of basketball. Yeah. Yeah, very smart player, and you're mm -hmm. right about that. Yeah, he, he is a great passer as well. So what about favorite current Heat player? You know, I had oh, to that's set easy. that I mean, one. That's, a, that's, yeah. Well, I'm sure most people are going to be like either Tyler Hero or something to that, but I mean, or, or, or Jimmy, but it's got to be Jimmy. And the reason I say Jimmy is because if you're a young player right now and you want to make it to the NBA or you want to go to the next level, you should inspire to be a player like that versus a Steph Curry or mm -hmm. nothing against Steph, but obviously, like, that's another freak of nature where you're not going to find another six-foot guard like that for years to come, any type yeah. of shooter. But Jimmy does everything. He does everything. Offense, defense. So I'm sure, you know, he's had his scuffles with teammates And at came times from nothing. His story is and, amazing. Yeah, yeah no, and that's, that's a, whole other, a whole other thing, you know? So yeah. that level of motivation is like nobody has any excuse in the sense of where you come from. If you work hard enough for it and you believe in it enough, and you put the time and energy, you can do it. You could you could resolve it. But from a skill standpoint, he's the type of player you want to model your game after, because he's a smart player, a smart passer. Uh, will play defense against anybody. Lights out shooter when he needs to be. He has all these. It's weird because he's a superstar. But if you were to put him in a in an NBA 2K game type of thing, his, his stats are all like, a, just a little above average. But all of that builds yeah. up to a superstar. He's not yeah. like a LeBron James. He's not like a. a he's Giannis. not in that tier. He's, right. not he's in, in that, that next he's... tier of, of star. Right. Yeah. As from from a star quality standpoint, but yeah. as far as a basketball player, that's a guy you could put on any team and is going to automatically make that team a playoff team, automatically. Right. And we At have proof of that. Yeah. No, we have proof of it. Minnesota, right? Mm -hmm. Goes there, playoff team. Chicago, Obviously, Chicago. One, one Wade was there too. So same thing. Right. Right. He's a winning player. Yeah. You know, he's a winning player. Tough dude. Um, has like a million miles on his legs. I did want to ask you, actually, since we're on the Jimmy Butler topic, how do you feel about the Jimmy Butler shot against the, <laughs> the Boston Celtics, that last three-pointer he took in transition? Horford's on his heels. I, yeah, I do, it from a, I do it from a coach's standpoint. Um, I look at it as this is a player that, if it was playing for me, has shown that he deserves those moments to make that decision. Um, so I would never knock on him because... Time and time again, that's a shot he makes. So if yeah. nine out of ten times he makes that shot, and on the tenth one he misses, I'm not gonna knock him for that. It's impossible yeah. to. I right. don't believe it was a terrible decision. I feel like there was a little bit more time on the clock, maybe. But again, he was open. He had he had the opportunity. That's mm -hmm. my player. I, I write on it, and 
as a coach, I'm like, I'm, I'm living and dying with him on that. And I wouldn't, yeah. I honestly wouldn't change that. Would I wish I'd gone in? Of course. Like anybody else. But, <laughs> well, that's, but, that's the other part. But that's, yeah. that's the chance that you take, you know, yeah. in those moments. So I, 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 don't, I would never criticize that. Yeah. No. And if you've heard a, a couple of the older pods I've asked, I've only had heat fans on this pod. I need to start switching it up because I'm tired of yeah. you guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, yeah, every, every guy that I've talked to on this pod or people I ask on Instagram, they all live with the shot because it's like they say, you know, and I agree with it too. I'm, I'm cool with the shot because the rest of the heat, uh, role players weren't really showing up for a lot of those yeah. post games. So, you know, this is the guy that gets you over the top. And like we said, not a guy in that LeBron tier. And yet, as the main guy on your team, gets you to a finals, gets you to a conference finals. So you got to live with it, with, with what he decides. I, I agree with that. Yeah. No, and, and, yeah. and if it was a role player or somebody coming off the bench and shooting that, Josh, I know you're going to be watching this. I'm talking about you. <laughs> because he's one, he's one of my – I love the kid. He's a jokester. Give it to a sharpshooter. When, he, when he... he gets nervous, the first thing he yeah. thinks to do is just throw the shot up. And so if it was a player like that in that oh, moment, okay. I've already told him, like, hey, I'm taking you out. But if you <laughs> prove to me, if you prove to me that you make these type of decisions, that you become a, you know, a game time decision player because he has the shot for it, I'm not, I, I would treat you just like Jimmy, you know, because you earned that. You earned that respect. Yeah. You earned that, like, but. The green light. Yeah, you earned you, it. You get that green light. You know, that's, yeah. that's, a, that's, a, that's a Michael Jordan, a Scottie Pippen. That's, that's a, yeah. all, all those it's guys. It's your guy. You're gonna, yeah. You're not going to say yeah. no, like, to that or, or be yeah. mad at it, so. Yeah, no, you live and die with Jimmy Butler. You know, he's your guy. So, um, yeah, and obviously, you know, I have a couple other questions here that I wrote down. Favorite player ever? Hmm. That's a good Not one. the best, you know. Okay, so if it's Wade, that, I mean, that's why, because if it's, if, it's, if it's the best, I mean, it's Michael Jordan. I mean, there's no question. There's Not no, right, yeah, I agree with that. I think, you know, yeah. there, and And I would love to get into the debate with it, because I know you're a Kobe fan, and Kobe, LeBron, Michael. But I'm not a delusional one. Yeah, but my thing no. is, it's, yeah. it's always, and will always be Michael Jordan. I agree with um, that. The, the, my favorite player to have watched, he actually didn't have the, the, most, the craziest career, uh, but it was actually Darren Williams. I don't know if you remember Darren oh Williams. Oh my God, I know Jazz. you love that. You and Lewis. You remember that. You, you remember and Lewis that because, with Darren Williams. Yeah. Because Darren Williams, Darren Williams in his yeah. prime was, yeah. was the point guard. You know, yeah. and it was oh, yeah, around 100%. the same time as, as double, Chris double Paul. Machine. But he, he was an absolute animal, animal at that position. Yeah. I, I, know, I know the injuries really like messed up and kind of like derailed his career. Yeah. Uh, but he was one of, one of my favorites to watch. Obviously, being a Heat fan, is, it's Dwayne Wade, hands down, of course. But... If you ask me who was my favorite to watch anytime wow. there was a Utah Jazz game on, yeah. I was watching that. I was watching I did not. Williams. I did yeah. not think you were going to give me D-Will. Well, I know people, you guys are major D-Will fans. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people are not going to give D-Will because, no. you know, but Absolutely that was one of my favorites because he was another one where he was a, a, a point guard who was a scorer. Absolutely. Yes. But yeah. uh, a very underrated passer, great oh, defender. Yeah. And like you said, a, a double-double machine, you know, and double, he did everything for that team. If that Utah Jazz team... It, it when they had Karolinka, when they had those guys, oh my that, god, AK-47? that was so yeah, that was so underrated. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah and yeah. they they were uh, Paul Millsap. When they had these guys, they they were one or two players away from really being. I, I truly believe in in contingency for like a championship. They were right there a couple years. Listen, listen, let me let me stop this. Let me stop you right now. <laughs> stop you right now because. Kobe was not going to lose to that Utah Jazz team. All right, well. Okay, I'm going to go Kobe, ahead and stop Kobe. you right there. <laughs> I got I to gotta show the, the Laker attire. I got to go. With all the Heat guys. fans. With all the Heat fans. Yeah, yeah. You know, I no, don't I think. Mean, I mean, they were. D. Will was, like you said, he was. It was like him and Chris Paul for, yeah. a, for a nice, good time. It's like four or five years that, they were, that was yeah. right there. Yeah, he had a good. And like you said, the injury. The, this guy had glass ankles. Yeah. He hurt his ankles more than anyone I ever heard. Um, but yeah, the, that's an interesting one. He was a double double machine. He'd break you down. Had a good handle. Yeah. Um, jumper was wet. Dude was clean. He was a great yeah. player. And I, and I have a soft spot for these young, these smaller guards. You know that that mm-hmm. when you look when you look at D. Will, you're like, there's no way that guy's a, a basketball player. You know, he just looks like an average the, guy too. Yeah, he, he right. didn't have he didn't have the build for it. But yeah. my God, you did not want to have that man trying to guard him one on one. Yeah, like he's he got not. Any yeah. listeners out there? We have listeners in Belgium. We have listeners in <laughs> Russia. I'm serious. We have listeners uh, in California. Anyone out there, if you haven't seen some D-Will, go some on YouTube right now and go check him out. He's breaking people down. Yeah. Throwing some good passes, knocking down good shots. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, my favorite player of all time, you already know who it is. It's Kobe. That's, that's, um, you know, that's a, I don't that's think a he's a the very best okay player. player to have as your favorite yeah, player. Yeah. I don't think he's the no. best player of all time, but he is my favorite. If you could rewatch a movie <laughs> with no knowledge of it. Okay. Which one awesome. would that one be? Yeah, if you could just, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, related. it's not basketball related. No, this is. Oh, I like this podcast. This is this is yeah. good. It's, this is not oh. all things basketball. Though. This is. <laughs> okay, no, yeah, good, you're right. Yeah. No, yeah, I like yeah. that. I like that. I've um, asked everyone that on the pod, so. So if I, I like could rewatch a, a movie, if I could yeah. rewatch a movie without, without knowing, knowing anything of, yeah, like for the first time again. That's easy. Feel the dreams. With Kevin Costner, the baseball oh, movie. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. If, like there was no knowledge of like no knowledge. That... Like you. Okay. So wanted... the reason yeah. I say that is because you remember you're at the end. You're like, oh my god, that's his dad. Like if I was able to relive that moment of like, oh, shit. yeah, and it's and it's one of my all time favorite movies because it was one of the first, like sports movies that I bonded over with my dad as a kid. Yeah. And um, because baseball you're was a baseball guy. Yeah. yeah I'm, a, I'm a baseball guy at heart, but basketball like it just took over my life. Um, but yeah, definitely feel the dreams, and because I just, I just very vividly remember watching that in my couch in Hialeah with my dad like three or four different times on a VHS. There's a yeah. lot of listeners oh, wow. that have no idea what a VHS. <laughs> they is. They don't know what a VHS is. So yeah, um, definitely it, that one for sure. Just to have that 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 initial reaction again of like him playing playing catch with his dad, bro. That's every yeah. kid's, you know. Yeah. Hopefully, I know there's kids out there like you know they are not as lucky to have you know, a dad, but they might have a father figure similar to like yeah. what, what I am in my situation where I'm a father figure for a child. Um, but just have that moment of like a simple catch, man. That's so feel the dreams. Thousand percent. I stick with my answer. <laughs> okay. Well, I've said mine many times on the pod, but I'll say it again to defend it. And that's Forrest Gump. It's my okay. favorite movie. Okay. Uh, it's my favorite it's a, movie. It's a great movie. All time. It's a great movie. Yeah. Super long. You know, you probably got to watch it in parts, but yeah, yeah but that's, that, that's, that's, that's yeah. a classic. That's a classic. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, is there any shout out you want to give out before you write out? I mean, not not anymore to the players because I did that. <laughs> but again, um, you know, um, just the parents again, man. The 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 parents of the players. They they really believe in what I'm trying to accomplish. And like without them, I don't have a team. Without them, we don't have a program. So shout out to them. Shout out to any of the players that are interested in joining the program and the players that are on there. We're just going to continue to grow, continue to build, and just watch out for our legacy, man. We're, we're, we're going to make a splash, hopefully. Yeah. All right, everybody. That's Carlos Martinez, Coach Carlos, Coach Tito, Coach M, Coach Martinez. <laughs> Whatever nickname you got for him, Broward Legacy. We'll put it in the show notes. Um, awesome having you, dude. Thanks again. Thank and you, obviously, man. bring someone with you next time, and we'll do another pod, man. We'll definitely do that. I'll bring one of my players for sure, man. Thank you for the opportunity and the platform, and good luck with your podcast, man. Yeah, man. Thank you. All right, All right dude. Brother. Peace. Take it easy, man.